Welcome back, Peacemaker. I have been anticipating the days that I get to introduce my ABCs of peacemaking to you. Last episode, we dove into the A from our ABCs, which is acceptance. We highlighted how we can be accepting of different opinions when they come up in a conversation. It takes a lot of practice to be able to glide through a difficult conversation when different worldviews come into play. But at the end of the day here, I really just want us to have another form of loving and respecting one another. We don't have to agree with everyone, but if we're able to take a step back, understand that everyone has different life experiences that attribute to what they feel is their truth, and what they want to believe, then we can find respect for most other people. Continuing on in introducing my ABCs of peacemaking, today's episode is talking about the B. B is building bonds. I want to make it clear that this entire series is strictly having to do with preserving existing relationships in your life. It could be a sibling relationship, child-parent relationship, any family tier, or even a close friendship. The relationships that you feel are essential to have, the people who you feel are the biggest part of your support system, or maybe they play the biggest role in one of your outlets. These techniques could help you with random encounters, But I've put these together specifically for preserving an existing relationship. This is why building bonds is so important here. You already have an existing bond with this person. So really lean into that. How do you know them? What are some good times that you guys have had? And why do you see this relationship as being essential? Remembering all the positive experiences you've had with this person will also really help you when it comes to accepting their opinion as their own. Studies have shown that 70% of Americans feel less stressed in their day-to-day life when they have a good emotional support system in place. This is why our essential relationships are so important. When I was brainstorming how to put into words the things that I wanted to share here, originally this section was only labeled bonds. I knew that the bonds we create are so important to our mental and emotional well-being, so they had to be a factor in our peacemaking series. The reason I upgraded this section to be labeled building bonds is because it needs to be a continual action. In order for the bond to be strengthened after any kind of unease or disagreement, it needs to continue to be built on. I can't tell you how many times I've heard a version of the phrase, we had a misunderstanding, and now I don't know if I can even talk to them. I really miss them. I wish that I could tell them my big exciting news, but our last conversation got a little weird. So communication is key. 
It's the key to a successful marriage. Keeping an open line of communication between a child and a parental figure is often looked at as the key to a lot of behavioral problems. It's the key to any successful relationship. And communication is the key to a successful life. So continuing to build the bond that you feel is essential in your life is all based on communication. I'd like to share a story with you. I'm pulling a memory from my childhood that can really highlight how a strong bond can be tested, how communication can play a huge factor in helping or hurting a bond, and why you always have a choice on if you want to continue to build a bond after an uneasy period in your relationship. If you've been following along with my series, you know my story. The memory I'm about to recall is not primarily about me, although it is my personal accounts, and a little bit of extra knowledge from my sister's memory is what I will be describing today. This is a story about my parents and one particular couple that were very close friends to them when the divorce happened and my mom came out. I will refer to this couple by the names of Jane and Joe Board today, out of respect for them. The Boards were one of the core families in my childhood. They had kids right around the ages of me and my sister. We carpooled to school with them every time we could. I have countless memories of spending time at their house, being babysat by their oldest, walking to the park that was just by their house, and even more memories of their entire family at our house when we had epic dance parties. I loved the boards. They were an extension of our family. We connected with them through our church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is where we met a lot of families that we cherished relationships with when we were growing up. We saw them and their kids every Sunday for church service, and the parents were leaders in the children's weekly enrichment activities that we went to after school. We saw them all the time. So when my parents got divorced after 16 years of being together and my mom came out as a lesbian, it was bound to send shockwaves through our friend group. Honestly, I separated myself from just about everyone emotionally. So I wasn't surprised when a lot of people didn't really know how to talk to us at church or just didn't approach us at all. The couple core families we were really close with always seemed pretty normal to me, except for one couple, which was the boards. Joe was always a character. He didn't take life too seriously, and he kept the atmosphere pretty light. He made it clear to us that he does not believe in picking sides. He plans to remain friends with both of my parents and our entire family. But my sister and I noticed that Jane was a little more reserved. We felt a little let down that she seemed to be taking a step back from us. I can't even imagine how it felt to my mom. My mom and Jane were such good friends. They had known each other for many years at this point, and our families were really close. They had built a bond that was stronger than most. It wasn't just a friendship. It was an extension of family. I can't say I remember how long the distance lasted. That time in my life is a very big blur with 
crystal clear moments sprinkled in. But I do remember that I was worried. The relationship that we had with Jane and possibly other members of her family, her kids, our friends, it was at a crossroads. She could choose to come around and remain friends with us, continue building the bond that already exists, or she could decide that she no longer saw value in this relationship and no longer wanted to associate with us. It was completely her choice, and she was free to choose how she saw fit. It's hard to come to terms with people's choices sometimes, but it's something that we can't control. Heavenly Father gave us the ability to choose. So we need to respect people's choices even when they choose differently than we do. My sister and I later discovered the root problem of why she was acting so distant at the time. It wasn't because of her church standards or values about marriage or same-sex relationships, which is what we suspected at the time. She was actually just upset about the fact that she heard about the news of my family from someone else, someone who wasn't super close to our family, and it made her feel a little less important to hear such startling news come from an unlikely source, especially when she found out it was all true. It sounds like such a tall tale going through the rumor mill, but to find out that it's actually true and that you're supposed to be one of her best friends, and yet you had no idea? That could be pretty hurtful to a friendship. And I don't blame anyone for how this situation played out. My mom wasn't really in a position to call up everyone and give them an individual explanation as to why her life is going the way it is. And Jane's feelings are completely valid here. The communication wasn't ideal. It was actually causing quite a bit of havoc on their friendship. Their relationship had come to a point where it could completely crumble. Or it could continue to be built up. I am very happy to say that they did work it out. They relied heavily on the friendship that they had built up over the last 10 plus years, and they put aside any cultural or religious stigmas and they decided to continue to build the bond that was already there. My mom and Jane, to this day, still go out with their group of girlfriends. It's been about 20 years now, and they still hang out. The board's family, they went to my dad's wedding. They are really close to him and his new wife as well. I always looked up to the boards. They were, in my mind anyway, one of the strongest marriages I've ever seen. I saw them as a couple that I wanted to be like. I wanted to be able to love people for who they were as individuals. I wanted to support people on their life journeys, no matter what direction it was going in. You know, as long as it was still positive and not harming others. They were always happy people. They were encouraging and warm and welcomed people into their home. I still adore them to this day and still have a connection with them and all of their kids. They taught me so much about pure acceptance, and I don't think they even know that. 
seeing them be such exceptional peacemakers is something that I wanted to emulate. Building bonds. It's an active choice, one that you have to make every single time you see someone. It's great to have an existing bond with people that you know, trust, and love. But if you aren't putting in the time and effort to continue to build on that bond, it will crumble. Especially after you have some kind of argument or misunderstanding. That is when a relationship is most vulnerable. My biggest suggestion for you, if you have a difficult conversation with a friend or family member that you feel is part of your essential support system, someone that you feel safe with and can go to for anything, you guys just aren't seeing eye to eye on a topic, make a point at the end of the conversation to make future plans with them. Whether that's a phone call, a coffee date, or just letting them know that you're excited about a life event that they have coming up and you can't wait to hear all about it. By leaving that door open wide for another more positive encounter and following through with it, that is how you will show them that you still want to build up this relationship, that this bond is important to you, more important than any opposing view you two may have. I don't want you or me or anyone else to lose an essential relationship in their support system. I've seen it happen way too often, and it is devastating to see how much dysfunction plays out. I want you to be able to have the tools to navigate a conversation of opposing views when they come up. Because guess what? They'll always come up. It could be a mildly awkward conversation that you're able to bounce back from quickly. Or it could be a severe blow that you need to actively build back. But I want you to know that that conversation doesn't have to be the end of the relationship. You can continue to build that bond and keep it intact. I hope this gives you a little bit of hope. There were several times that I had a bad conversation and I felt like I just didn't know where to go from there. I didn't have the proper social tools at the time to realize that I can still keep that relationship intact. And with cancel culture on the rise, I need to make sure that people know that there is another option. This closes our introduction to the B section of our ABCs of Peacemaking. I hope you enjoyed what you learned in this episode because the next episode is going to be a good one. The C section in our ABCs is cultivating confidence. This plays a major role in standing tall in your truth and being able to voice your opinion freely, but coming from a place of love, kindness, and acceptance. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Peacemakers United. If this podcast has added any kind of value to your life, please don't hesitate to share it with a friend who could use a positivity boost. I would love to hear any questions, comments, or concerns you may have. You can find us on Instagram at peacemakers underscore united or our Peacemakers United Facebook page. If you enjoy the content we are sharing in this series, we would appreciate an honest five-star review. Until next time, Peacemaker!